This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope we are joined by everyone's favorite miss sarah frazier and we are going to get right into it sarah frazier hi gorgeous hi gorgeous how are you oh i'm still drinking coffee even though it's not the morning and just you know the days are busy and you're with your background there with your lips I'm getting there and I'm wearing um, a Sarah Fraser show. This was inspired by you because you have oh the gosh. fabulous behind the velvet rope mugs, right? So I order t-shirts. I'm going to give these out to Sarah Fraser show fans and listeners that either frequent my sponsor, like you have to purchase something from one of my sponsors, Ooh, or you I have like to that. do a 30 second quick video telling me two things you like about the podcast and one thing you would change. And you have to post it on your IG feed or TikTok. And boom, I will send you a free t-shirt. I will even pay for shipping. You're really welcoming all this criticism here, aren't you? You (laughs) want the feedback today, don't you? Bring it, David. They love us. They hate us. Oh my God. Um, I love the comments that we get. People either are obsessed with the two of us together or they say we're not accurate on your on your YouTube channel. They say all kinds of things. Sarah and David don't do enough research. Well, I'm not I, giving out anything today, but everyone, you know, if you need vibrators, I mean, I'm talking till I'm blue in the face, Dame Vibrators, you get money <laughs> off, guys, and go to, I mean, it's in my show notes. And if you're stressed out like me, calm, calm. Guess what? You listen to the Calm app, 40% off, and you just sleep and you chill out. So I'm not giving anything away, but you know, go to Calm app. It's free to download and sleep or go to Dame. There's a thing in my show notes and get your vibrators, ladies. And you know what? For you gay guys listening to, you could go do that also. And by the way, every time I say there's no straight men listening, there is somebody who DM'd me from Europe who said, shame on you, Mr. Yontef. I am a straight man and my wife and I have been listening from the beginning. And so shame on me for assuming there are no straight men listening. So hello, shout out to that lovely gentleman from Europe who is straight. Um, by the way, do you want me to read any of the recent comments on our video about Daniel Staub um, feedback about us? Okay, yeah. well, you know what? Here's, here's, a, here's a shout out to a positive one that says, David, you and Sarah are the moment. Then um, someone goes, oh my God, the way you uh, think, David, I absolutely love it. And then someone goes, so Teresa really owes her success to Danielle, David. LOL, laughing face. Um, um, yeah, she does actually. So <laughs> LOL to you too. I'm drinking a Red Bull on top of coffee. This is not a product placement, okay? I love all these comments so much. They've been pretty good. It, listen, people only come for us, well, not only. They come for us when we talk about Mimi for some reason. They say well, that we're racist, so there you go. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I mean, I, I, we could, we could spend all day on that. I I do not understand this. I mean, you know, we, we try to give it a fair shake. We're just basically questioning, does she really have a case? Uh, That's what I said. I said that to someone else. I'm like, I haven't made one comment about the actual validity of the lawsuit, but you know what? Speaking of Atlanta, because Atlanta's back, there's another, uh, there's another franchise that's back Beverly Hills. You have some information for us on somebody's singing career. Oh my God, EJ's. Erica Jane's singing career is, well, is it going hot and heavy? I don't know. But, you know, she's releasing new music 
a new album, all inspired by her separation from um, Tom. What do we think? Okay, well, I mean, I got a lot of questions. Okay, that's the way. She says it's going to be same old sassy. So, you know, expensive. We all know it's expensive to be mad. So it's not going to be like a ballot, like, I, my life is over. It's going to be like pop. And listen, I, I wonder, everyone says they hate Erica Jane. So I'd like to know. I mean, I'm excited. Sorry. Love it. So, you know, she says it's going to be the same sass, the same rock and music only about her divorce. Can you imagine what these songs are going to be like? She's going to be patting the puss, like telling Tom what he's missing, probably making fun of his dementia and the fact that he was a crook. I mean, do we think uh, here's my thing, though? Erica is still in love with Tom because I also have scoop on her sex life, too. Um Erica's still in love with Tom, I think. So I do not think she's going to trash Tom. I think she's actually probably going to come for like the the press, the attorneys. You know, she might make fun of the victims. I, uh, I really, I wouldn't put it past her. You wouldn't. She's definitely going to come for, I mean, maybe there'll be a song would, called F U, although there's already a song called F U. It's sung by the one and only Miss Miley Cyrus. But maybe Erica will have a song called F U Part Two and it'll be dedicated to Ronald Richards. I could see that. I, I, don't think anything is, I think nothing's off limits for Miss Jane. Um, so Listen, I can't wait. Say what you want, people. Nobody gets canceled in this world, okay? FYI, Miss Miss Jane, I believe my prediction, my prediction, everyone who says they hate her, my prediction is this music will sell. It will make lots of money for her. Really smart idea. She might tour. She might even throw in a tour. I told you that I saw her last time. I went to the Pretty Mess tour. I was there not once, twice, Brooklyn and New Jersey. <laughs> now in New Jersey, we had that Gorga. We had that Melissa Gorga was there. So you go to, you know, you go to the Erica Jane show, you see other housewives, you know, who saw her, all your girls, when she was in DC, she had those really? Potomac. I don't know. I forgot exactly who, but the Potomac gals showed up. Yep. So you say what you want about Erica. I'm not making any, I predict all these people who are hiding behind keyboard warriors, how much they hate her. And I do think people pretty much hate her. I bet you they're going to buy this music and or show up at this tour to pat the puss. I would go to her tour. Me too. Let's go. You know, she's dating here in Los Angeles. So she is dating, but you know, she says she will not get on dating apps. She's terrified of strangers. And I'm sure, I mean, you know, she's still a big target. I just think, you know, that people would go out with her trying to get information. So she says she's still having hot sex, but she only meets people through friends. That's it. It, So just friends, no dating apps. Absolutely not. She says she won't go on dating apps because she's fearful of who's out there. She uh, is just meeting people. Yeah. Through word of mouth, through a friend of a friend. I cannot wait to run into her here in LA. I don't know where I need to go, but I'm like, I need to see her. And what are you going to say to Erica Jane when you see her? I love Erica. Like I, I love Erica and you know, look, I mean, could she be more empathetic to the victims? 110, 110%. Garcelle is, seems to think so. I think Garcelle's right. I mean, it, it is not a good look. Uh, to me, it's so easy to be likable. And I'm not, sh- and I say this like for politicians, for everybody, it's so easy to just, even if you don't feel it in your heart, just to be empathetic, which is just to say, and of course, Erica's defense is she said this, but just to say, I, I can't believe this happened. Like, I'm so sorry, you know, for the victims, like, I'm so sorry. Here's turning over. Like she should have a long time ago, turned over the $750,000 diamond earrings or million dollars, whatever they are here. You know, I was scammed as well. Um, I can't believe Tom did this. I'm so with you guys. We're now divorcing, like keep that at the forefront. And I think people would have loved her. I will say the fact that she is so defensive and digs her heels in, I don't know if she, I I really don't know if she knew anything about the money. We probably never will know. Right. But I just, I don't think we're ever going to know. I don't think she ever questioned. And maybe Tom was too influential and powerful of a person to question, but I do think there's, you know, you get the Aaron Brockovich settlement. Oh my God. 30 years ago now, 25 years ago, which was like $20 million. Okay. But your lifestyle is so expensive. You have to know even at 20 million, when you're spending million, I mean, the owning a private jet and then two, you know, uh, the number Aaron Brockovich wasn't 20 million though. 
Aaron Rockovich, I was like, I think 100, 200 million something. But wasn't that the entire settlement? So some of that went to Tom, Aaron Brockovich, mm, other attorneys. You know what I mean? Like that was, I thought that really? was the entire case. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't think Tom but ever let me that. put it this way. Like, look, I get her argument. Her argument is like, I'm not paying a dime because I didn't do this. Like, I get that. I do get that. But to your point, what I don't get is right. Like you are associated with these victims. Like I'm not, you're not like whether you like it or not, whether you did it or not, you're still associated with this narrative. And so, right. Is it that wrong to say, I don't have this much money. I only have this little bit, but I will do something, whatever it was. If she gave I mean, granted, I guess people wouldn't have been happy. I mean, if she gave 10 grand, they would have said, you have earrings worth 750. You know, I, I don't know. But yes, the narrative on it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Now, speaking of Beverly Hills, we have Garcelle, who is now coming out and saying she was in Bill Cosby's house or something. Do you know anything oh about my God. this? Yes. I was also kind of trying to look up um, Tom Girardi, Aaron Brockovich settlement. It's, it's not, I, I thought it was like a hundred million dollars personally. Um, okay. Um, what's up with Garcelle? So Garcelle, a couple things with Garcelle. So Garcelle is accounting, like recounting on a serious XM show at the time. This was early in her career. She was, she did a guest spot on the Cosby show. And then she was invited to Bill Cosby's home. And she says that it was an incredibly eerie, eerie invitation. He wanted her to have a drink. Of course, we know, you know, he obviously drugged women. Um, she didn't drink. So she said, no, she refused the drink, which she said was like the greatest thing that, you know, ever happened to her. And she just says that when she walked in the house, this eerie, eerie feeling came over her and she had a feeling that they weren't alone. Now, I didn't see anywhere where she elaborated on what that meant. I mean, did she think there was somebody else like, you know, uh, mysterious in the house? Was it, you know, obviously Bill Cosby has been married for 50 years or something, you know, was it his wife? Was it his child? What? But she just, she recounts this and she said she never told anybody about it. She was worried for her family. She was worried for her career. And she said, you know, she didn't, I don't think enough had happened. I don't think he, he actually physically assaulted her or anything to file a case, but she just basically says she, she had a really eerie encounter with him. And thankfully it was the last one. And thank God nothing happened. Where did she say this in her book or is this surfacing? From no, this was I'm just on, curious. It's not, this was on, I think it was on Bevy Smith's, um, Sirius XM, um, radio show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Garcelle's come out with a lot. She's been doing some interviews and she also talked about how you can definitely work in the entertainment business over the age of 40. And she never bought into all the hype of like, you know, you can't, um, you know, women don't work in the industry over 40. She never bought into that shit. She just kept going. And now at 55, she's working more than ever. And she basically says a lot of women over the age of 40 are working in the business. Wow. So I'm here for that. She is. She is. I mean, she is working. And again, Garcelle was doing, she had a career before this, but you know, housewives, housewives reinvigorated that career. And she, I'm not saying she wasn't qualified to be on the real, but she got the real because she was on housewives period. I don't give a fuck what you say. So it's not a bad thing for Garcelle. Um, and Garcelle cash those checks because, you know, we hear that the real, you know, I think they're giving the real the fall season and that's it. Like if, the, unless it. the reels ratings improve drastically, the they're real is gonna, probably I'm sorry. ending. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is like, we've had this, it's, I wish it the best of luck, but the, they're not, it's, it's, over. well, it's, it's like, I told you about people magazine. I mean, you know, you and I probably grew up. Did you ever subscribe to people magazine? Never subscribed, but I read it. Certainly it's, it's closing, right? There is. Yeah. They are seriously considering ending all print of people magazine, which by the way, people magazine is still the highest purchase, like at the grocery store, at the airports, highest subscription, highest purchase. They sell about 200,000, um, copies a month, but I guess compared to its heyday of millions of, you know, magazine subscriptions years ago and all the costs it still makes money but they are considering closing up 
um, there won't be a magazine print of people huh. in the next year. Wouldn't that be wild? I mean, that's like end of an era. End of an era. I mean, I used that's to- That's a little shocking. Isn't that a little, that's not majorly shocking for online because everybody just, it's online. It's a little it's shocking. shocking. The wait is over. That's right. A season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high? yet that's right it's summer and it's time for you to get your hands on america's new favorite product danksicles 20 milligrams of thc in two great flavors the latest and greatest innovation from indicloud is indicloud the greatest company to come out of america maybe but what we do know for sure is that indicloud is the best way to get dispensary grade cannabis delivered directly to your door 100 percent legally yes they ship legally to all states no medical card needed whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. I never understood how people wear different shirts and pants and bags and shoes every day, but they wear the same pair of glasses. I personally always wear a different pair of glasses every day, and that cost me a fortune until I discovered Pair. I mean, the thing is, if you're wearing a blue outfit, don't you want to wear blue glasses that go with that outfit? If you're wearing a red outfit, don't you want to wear red? I do. And you can do that too with Pair. It's so easy and it's affordable. Look, you pick your base frame and then you pick a magnetic top frame and you just put the top frame over the base frame. So it looks like you have a new pair of glasses and all you did is buy a new top frame. Base frames start at just $60 and that includes prescription lenses. I know that's crazy, right? And there are hundreds of top frames and designs to choose from. You could do like a solid color. You can do hearts. You can do polka dots, camouflage. People are going to think you have a new pair of glasses every day. You don't need to look anywhere else. This really is a one-stop shop. So listen, get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to PairEyewear.com slash velvet for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at PairEyewear.com slash velvet. I mean, I don't think it's going to help um, Giselle's case, but yeah, save those checks. Speaking of things, I want to talk about your people, Giselle Bryant, what is this that she said that this rumor about her dating Peter Bailey? So everyone like, you know, there's this rumor out there that Giselle Bryan from Potomac was dating no, no more pastor. We know that dating Peter Bailey as in the Peter Bailey, Cynthia Bailey's ex. Right. And didn't something yeah, come I out where Giselle's like, this wasn't funny because this caused problems. So, you know, um, Giselle and Robin, their Reasonably Shady podcast had its first live podcast show mm -hmm. tonight, tonight, which is May 18th, May 18th. Okay. May 18th, they had their first live podcast show. So they went on Fox 5 in DC, the local Channel 5 affiliate to talk about and promote the show. Right. But of course they asked them about what's going on in the season. Anyway, Giselle I mean, it was juicy. She said on Fox 5 that she knows who put this rumor out. She's she going to say, yeah, but she is going to expose them, of course, on this upcoming season of Real Housewives of Potomac. So she wouldn't reveal who it was. And then um, Giselle also said that it caused quite a few problems, that she had to call Jamal, her ex, and tell him it wasn't true. She had to call her current boyfriends. I don't know if you, we all believe that, but she says she's currently dating people. She had to tell them it wasn't true. And she had to call Cynthia Bailey. She said it was incredibly hurtful and that Peter has a girlfriend that is not her. It couldn't be further from the truth. And they also had to speak to the girlfriend, which I, I, I don't know. Like she was clearing up. I'm like, why are you, if none of this is true, 
who, why are you calling any of these people? Who cares? Like, aren't I they all really, you well, A, I want to know how that conversation with Cynthia Bailey went. And B, I would love to know, like, is this someone, I is someone from Potomac? Oh, I think I got the vibe. It was 100% from Potomac. And look, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't have any basis. I don't know if any of this is true, but you know, she's feuding with Candy Gal. Right. I think that's what I was going to say. She's feuding with Candy Gal. Is Chris Bassett calling up the blogs? Is Chris Bassett putting it out there and Candy Gal? I don't know. I mean, if this is just like made up out of nowhere, like, I mean, is this like, has Giselle been photographed with him? Does she know Peter Bailey or whoever made this up? Are they just like, let me spin the dice and let's see if it lands on New Jersey, Beverly Hills. Like, let's see which franchise it lands on. Oh, it lands it on Atlanta. Hmm. Apollo Nida. Ooh, Peter Bailey. That's a good one. Like, I don't understand. Is there any basis for this? Right. Like, does she know him because she went to Atlanta for the pastor? She does know him. I think I think they've known each other for a while as friends. And I even I even think he's friends with Jamal Bryant. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought they were all friendly. I know that that Giselle and Peter at least are friendly, probably through Cynthia back in the day. Um, Well, there you go. I know that's true. But yeah, they're, they're she says it couldn't be further from the truth. They're absolutely not dating and that it was a super hurtful rumor. I don't know if you're on TV. Is any of it hurtful? Really? I mean, well, listen, if this, if I mean, I love when they do like a crossover, do you know what I mean? Like if they can start, ah, I mean, is this going to be like, you know, bleep, like bleep Cavallari, like when Kristen Cavallari is mentioned 8 million times on summer house and Bravo's like, we're not getting sued by Kristen Cavallari. And by the way, you know, I just had Craig Conover on my podcast. And yes. Tell, tell. I love well, Craig. Well, you know, I don't like to talk out of school, but, you know, I didn't ask any questions of Craig about Kristen. And we're just going to leave it at that for all of you wait listeners. A minute, wait a minute. Remind me, what was the school? Was the, was the rumor that Craig, I thought, was the rumor that Craig up with her? I don't know if it's a rumor. I think it's like pretty. Oh, it happened. It happened. I, okay. It happened. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Because on Summer House, I started watching Summer House because of you. And he was starting to date Paige, but there was obviously some crossover where he was hooking up with Christian Cavallari. He was hooking up with Paige and he kind of had to make a decision. Or when you turned your dial, honey, Kristen's name bleep was mentioned. I mean, it was all season. And Paige was like, well, I mean, I still love her jewelry. And well, I grew up watching this person on TV, never mentioned her name. But this was like a storyline. And I mean, I just Why do you think that, that how do you think she got rid of her name on there? Because if Craig was, in fact, hooking up with her, I mean, that that isn't made up. So how'd she get her name removed? Well, one of two things. It's like, A, does it break the fourth wall to mention like Kristen and like it's another reality star? I don't think so. Or B. I mean, do you just look, I don't think you have a basis for a lawsuit, but I mean, do you threaten? And that's enough for Bravo to say, we don't want to deal with Kristen Cavallari, you know? Yeah, maybe because Kristen Cavallari probably has quite a bit of money, so she probably can. But I did not mention, I mean, anything about Kristen Cavallari to Jay, and we can just, I'm going to let everyone do their own backstory about why that was. So moving on people. So Giselle, okay, we're going to see a play out on Potomac. Not true with, you know, Peter Bailey and it caused a lot of problems. She didn't happen to uh, like calling up Cynthia, something else that's floating around out there. So now Tom and Katie, the divorce, Katie posted people, listen, you know, like last season, everyone hated Erica. People are divided on this one. Like Tom and Katie are getting a divorce. Katie posts this picture of Tom in a hot tub looking really sad. People are so divided on their breakup. So many people are like, he's so cute. He can get them such a beautiful, attractive woman. They body shame Katie. And they're like, oh, what a nagging fat. I'm not saying this. I'm just saying what the people are saying. Like, oh, fuck Katie. She's ugly. She's fat. She nags him. What a cute guy, you know? And then the other school of thought is like, what a fucking man grown boy, like grow a fucking pair of balls, dude, and act like a man. Yeah, yeah, I hear that a lot. Man. It's like, it's so divided. 
So she just posted this picture of him in a hot tub. And once again, everyone's divided. People are like, why would you do that to him? This is like poor Tom. Like he's so sad in the hot tub. And, you know, others are like, oh, kick him to the curb, Katie. Isn't he? Aren't they back on? Like it? What they were? They they're just friends. They're 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 like at Stassi's wedding together. This is like the friendless. Really? This is the friendliest. Like I had Lala, and she's like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna all remain." You know, it's. I mean, look, they have the same friend group. So this might be the nicest divorce in the history. I just think it's gonna get weird when one of them starts dating someone else. It's gonna be strange, guys. I, I agree. Although I do, you know, I have to say, I do know people that remain friends with their exes for years and years and years. I well, mean, Dolores goes, and Frank Catania. Look at them. Oh my God. And where would we be without Frank? Thank God for Frank. I mean, we love Frank. We're so glad we Frank. we're friends. We love Frank. We love I mean, Frank. I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to date Frank and I wouldn't want to be with, I mean, Frank sounds That's like Frank. For me. Frank's yeah, no. not for me. You know, I'm going to pass Frank on that. Sounds, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let me see. What else do we have? Go. Oh, that's Tom and Katie. Well, I mean, else? you know, people. Well, let me see if there's anything. You know, people have been really up in arms too about this Lenny divorce. Um, when it comes to R H O M, you know, um, people are very, very upset. He has moved on. Oh my god! Is it Lenny Hotstein? Is that yeah? You know, so Lenny has a new girlfriend and he actually, this is what's wild. I don't know if you saw the story this week. He actually spoke to the New York Post. When's the last time that you have seen like any sort of public figure actually pick up the phone when the New York Post calls and gives them like an in-depth interview and conversation? Lenny did this week. Lenny did. All right. So what did Lenny say? I mean, God. Well, look, Lenny wants the divorce. They had been married 10 years, which I did not realize. Uh, sorry, 12 years. I didn't realize 12 years of marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, now friends are saying that Lisa's completely blindsided. It's interesting to me because I think Lenny's trying to get out ahead of the story, which is smart. But he picked up the phone and he spoke to page six and he says, you know, we're asking for privacy during this time. He says, I'm, you know, I do have a new girlfriend. I wasn't seeing her until after Lisa and I had decided that we were separating you're not buying probably any of this right no I'm, I'm i'm buying a bunch of it just keep going i got some things to say because remember <laughs> i know i know lots of people around them them i know i have things he to says, say lisa and i are getting divorced he told the new york post over the phone a few weeks ago i denied this because i'm trying my best to protect my family during the process this was a very difficult time and still is and i would ask for some privacy so that we can best take care of our kids they have two children together 6 and 2 years old lenny shared that he is dating the australian model katherine mezapa but claimed none of this happened until after the decision was made that they were going to separate, that he and Lisa were getting divorced. The plastic surgeon originally denied to page six that he and Lisa were heading for split spill after um, they broke the news. Anyway, he and his now estranged wife did have a public showdown. He did say that that was true at a nightclub where the reality star confronted him with his girlfriend. Mazapot on May and I, were cameras there for RHOM. I wonder uh, I think, yes, it says they were all there and they did have words and insider revealed adding even a drink was thrown. A source also said there was a showdown at the gala Miami claiming Lenny walked in with his brand new girlfriend. And this is what I have to say. Well, first of all, I find it very funny that he's saying this is a private matter and blah, blah, blah. And like, please, you know, whatever. But like, I, here I am calling paid sex. I think that's hilarious. And second of all, no, I mean, I do from knowing them from before the show was back and everything like, and I don't know them, but I know a lot of people around them. It's like the same thing I said last time. My understanding is she was always like subservient, paranoid that he was going to leave her and just didn't know how to live. This is all what I've heard, whether it's yeah. that like, it was truly one of those, like, where's her income? Where's her income? Wow. And yes, she'll get money. Sure. He's a doctor. I but bet it, was it won't really, be much. Right. And it was very much like, I, I, I'm worried. I'm constantly worried that my husband's going to leave me. That is the narrative that I was told by several people that are close to the source. And you could, you know, 
I know a lot of housewives in a lot of cities. I'll just leave it at that. So it wasn't one person in particular. It was several people that, and so now that we're here, I, when they say blindsided, I do believe that in the sense that like, I don't think she ever would have left him. I I don't, I think it really was. He had all the power and listen, even watching last season, season four of our show, they had some strange scenes together where she was like, hello, look at me. And it's just like, girl, you dodged a bullet, get out of Dodge. And I mean, I know she's the one who's more attractive and you know, he's not, but he has money. Of course he's a, he's a plastic surgeon. There's a line out that non-attractive man's door. Sorry. I'm just being honest. There's a line out the door. Not that she's not going to have a line either, but I just hope she, like, I think she really, I don't think she is like, I do think she loves the fame and this new job and look, this job probably saves her now. She's in her fifth, second year with batch. She's going to make money. Not a lot of money at this point, but like, it's something it's work. She'll need the job. But I think that, you know, I think that she's one of these who's probably really upset about this. You know, like you talk about like a Jennifer Aiden, she'd be like, I don't know. Is it going to make good TV? Like, I was great. Divorce me, leave me, whatever. Like, yeah. I, I think Lisa's real, this was a really important, like she didn't want this to happen. And I don't think she cares about the fame or the show more than this, which is I'm saying in a positive way, you know what I mean? I think this is probably really a bad thing for her. And, you know, I just, girl, you're going to be fine. And I wouldn't lose another minute of sleep over it. I know. Well, I mean, who wants to be married to somebody like that? You know, you're never comfortable. You can never enjoy your marriage. You can't enjoy, you know, you can't get comfortable in your own skin. You can't, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, who wants to live like that? And I mean, I think it's clear Lenny was out, right? I mean, Lenny's, I mean, he's completely moved on. There was a video that surfaced this week. You probably saw it of him with this Australian model. They were coming out of a restaurant in Miami or a nightclub. She's like all over him. People of course are like, doing videos like, fuck you, Lenny, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, I mean, he's, uh, to me, you look at him now. I mean, he's just so moved on, you know? Hey ladies, look, I know you guys work so hard trying to keep that career together, but hopefully you are taking some time to yourselves. If you haven't already done so, you need to discover Dame. Dame is the only one-stop shop you need to discover all your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys. They also, shh, have discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and the toys are a whole lot of fun. For example, you guys are going to love the Eva. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. It's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. Now I got to tell you about the Palm for when you're alone. Listen, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with, you know, yourself, learn more about what you like, and guess what? That leads to better sex with your partner. And like I said, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE for 15% off your order. That's right. Dameproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. And oh, hey ladies, don't forget to have fun. And this girl kind of looks like Lisa. I mean, I have to get a better look, but am I crazy in thinking that? I don't know. Oh, they do. I mean, they do look kind of. So I don't know. I mean, he likes that overly. Listen, it's going to be on RHOM. We're going to have a great season. Let's bring it on. Um, A lot of it. Yeah. In other news, we talked last week about... LVP says that she reached out to Dory and PK over the home invasion. And we were like, wow, look at that. Well, there's now been a new development that PK says, I'm going to hire, you know, Scotland Yard's best for this one. And is posting a picture on his Instagram of Sherlock Holmes. And he's obviously being sarcastic. He's like, I'm going to hire Scotland's best to find that tweet, uh, that DM or text or whatever. So PK is saying like, you know, not so fast, LVP. We never got a text. I don't know. I, again, I saw those screenshots that LVP provided in like, listen, don't provide a screenshot if we can't see the, even this, the, the person's name and right. Like I need to see the name and I just listen. And also, you know, when you provide a screenshot, I, I need to see more because you can take 
a tax string and have three tax and then 17 other tax and then two tax and like splice them together. So I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I just, I need to know more about this, but does anyone even really care? I mean, I are kind of over it, but LVP gets herself in the middle of the action once again. And hey, her show is coming back. So, I mean, she's going to have. I mean, it's working. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's really, really working, but it's working. Um, but you're right. I mean, of all the things this season, it's like, do I care about that a lot? Mm-hmm. Not sure. Look, I still am a little reserved on this season. You know, everyone thinks I talk about bad ratings. I can say the ratings are great. The ratings are really good so far on Beverly Hills. So whereas, you know, I say Atlanta's bad and New York was bad and this was bad. The Beverly Hills so far is having great ratings in yeah. I, I look at it. It's not a bad season. I just, I'm going to reserve my judgment on this season, but it's having good ratings so far. So I think. Well, and I'll tell you, I mean, I love talking about ratings too. You and I both have like a producer background, a TV background, but you know, Portia, uh, not Portia, but um, Kenya Moore this weekend was featured on a lot of blogs when somebody wrote, you know, Bravo must be having such second thoughts about Portia being gone and Nini being gone and all the drama with RHOA. And Kenya stepped into the conversation and she was like, the ratings will get better. We ended up competing with the NBA finals and the BBMAs or whatever. And so the ratings are going to get better and better. This is an amazing season. You and I, you and I have talked about this the past couple of shows, you know, all the women seem to trying to be defending out there promoting. I mean, and, and again, I want this season to be so big. I'm watching because I love Marlo. I want Marlo to have her peach. Marlo is so good at reading them. She by Sheree. I mean, I loved she by Sheree in, back in the day. I, I don't know if I'm loving her as much anymore. I'll say that. A lot of people aren't. Look, it's, this is my issue with, this is my issue with Luann and Ramona and Sonia is, they don't really progress. Like there's no, there's nothing like, I mean, okay. How many years ago was Sheree Sheree featured on the show? Was it like five seasons ago now? Six seasons? Yeah. Ish. Okay. Here she is back. Yeah. Has anything really happened? Not really. You know, I mean, her son's working for Tyler Perry. That's actually more interesting. I'd rather follow him around. Like, I don't know. You know what I I mean? mean, Please. Could we have a Cairo shirtless spinoff? Oh my God. I love Cairo. I love tall and beautiful. I say this all the time. No, I mean, I say it all the time. Like bring back the person whose life is not even remotely the same. Megan King Edmonds on the OC. She was married to this horrible man. She's now divorced. She's married to Cuff Biden, now divorced. She has a child with special needs. She's mommy blogging it up. And Megan's really smart. I didn't love Megan when she was on the show. I've since gotten to know. She's great. Her life is different. Bring her back. Alexis Bellino, Jesus Jog. She was married to another awful man. Now she's in love. She's getting married. Totally different life. Bring someone back when their life has changed. I mean, I think Tinsley, I think if you brought Tinsley back to New York, I mean, really, if you can't cast this spinoff, this not spinoff, if you can't cast this rebooted new 2.0 New York, you know, they're still having trouble casting it. Rumor is there was a lot of rumors it was going to be cast around Ebony. I don't know if that's happening, but I mean, what, why not Tinsley? Tinsley's life is so different. She's not with Scott. Have we ever seen Tinsley? And I'm not talking about high society, the show she was on, on the CW way back with Devorah Rose and Dale. I'm just talking about housewives, Tinsley. Like, have we ever seen Tinsley without loudmouth Ramona, loudmouth Dorinda, Luann, who doesn't, you know, has a Tinsley walked in, walks into a group of Bethany of people that you can't get a word in edgewise. Like, Tinsley has her life is all different too, completely different. She's not with Scott anymore. Now, granted, Tinsley doesn't live in New York. That's and does Tinsley like? See, I don't know. To me, it's like the Bethany factor. It's the Erica Jane factor. It's the Lisa Renna. Like, did any of them work? You know what I mean? Like to me, like Ramona. There, there is no. I don't know what happened with the jewelry thing or whatever, but it never really seemed to get much attention. You know, she by Sheree has never. She by Sheree. I mean, how it 10 years off, in the huh? making, it's never, t- it's like, it's like Sonia and that damn toaster. I mean, it's just not going to happen. And here we are years later. It's still like Sheree doesn't pay people. I mean, it's just like, 
Oh, you know, nothing like we literally picked up from five years ago and nothing has changed. Look, when Candy was just on my pod, I took the four one season wonders and I said, here's the deal. Here's the four people. Kim Fields, Claudia Jordan, Shamari DeVoe, and Eva Marcel. They were all there for one or two seasons only. I think you look at one of them. I say, I've said this before, Claudia Jordan, bring her back. That's my, that's, that's my, that's my unpopular opinion. You know, people say she didn't share her life. She only came into the season midway and she stood up to Nini and that was not staged. That was really authentic. She had a real problem with Nini. She's not afraid of anyone. She could read you with one sentence. And not only that, but like Claudia would share. She has, she too has things going on. Now she too doesn't live in Atlanta. She lives in Texas, but she would live in Atlanta if the show was going to film. So I say, give it, give it to her, give it to Claudia I mean, Kim Fields doesn't want to come back. So that's a, you know, and even maybe after Girls Trip, Eva's, I, I, Eva's great. So I don't know, but I, I get what you're saying. I think you bring people back when their lives are so different. I don't mind Sheree being there. I really don't. I mean, I understand why they cast her. I just wonder, is this true? Is this really like, who's right? Is it the fans who say, this is the Porsche factor? We told you. Without Portia, we are not watching. And guess what? That seems to be the case. Or is this the Kenya factor of like, calm the fuck down. We were against these two things and we're going to be just fine. Look, it looks like a great season. I mean, the trailer compared to last season, it looks Mm -hmm. great. I'm a little shocked. I have to say, I'm shocked that the ratings, I mean, 700 and something thousand. I know it's so low. I don't get it. I don't get it. That show, I mean, was the star. I mean, it was the marquee. I mean, you're talking, David, how many seasons ago were we at 1.8, 1.7, 1.9 million? View? I mean, you're talking double. That's a huge- And none of the others were. It was the highest, like almost 2 million. I mean, it was the marquee. I mean, it is It is rather shocking. I, you know- I love the shows so much. And I mean, I, I Beverly Hills, Potomac. I mean, there's just, you know, I, I really liked this season of Jersey. Um, I can't wait for Salt Lake to be back. I mean, but I just, I don't know. Some of these franchises for me, if they never came back, I would not. Oh, like, I mean, I agree with you on the Megan King. But honestly, if they told me that the OC was going away, I'd be fine. I mean, and, and I, it's so New York because it's the city of New York needs a show. Dallas, I don't miss. I mean, I got to tell you, I'm not why people have told me I have to get on board with Miami and I will, but like, just as my day to day, I'm like, I don't really need Miami. I don't need Atlanta anymore, which is, I, I need Atlanta. I'm with the fans. I need Atlanta. If it's Portia, if it's Nini, I mean, I'm sad about really the Nini suit. I'm okay without Portia. I am. You are. You are. I love Kenya more. I Love candy. I love candy. I love candy. I love candy. I and I love, I, I love Marlo. I do too. So those three, I don't mind Sheree being back. And Drew, you know, if you really think about it, Drew does what she should do for a housewife. She reveals her personal life, no matter how yeah, messy it is. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't, I think the cast is, but there are people that are like, they said they weren't going to watch if it wasn't for Portia. And it doesn't seem they're watching. So there's that. Um, you know what you do need though? You do need Salt Lake. So look, they're trying, you know, we have Dubai coming in. They're also, they just green lit girlfriends in Paris. I assume okay. that's going to be like, yeah, I assume that's going to be like princesses of Long Island for Paris. It's going to be like 30 something women in Paris. I assume. I don't know why they're not calling it housewives. I assume that the women are not old enough. It has a different feel, but we have girlfriends in Paris. So I don't know. Is it, is it like, were they more open than we were in the world? And that's why we're going overseas. Or is it Salt Lake was such a success and brought life into the franchise? Do we really have to start finding different locations? And there's nowhere in the, the United States we find that interesting. Dubai's interesting and Paris is, look, Emily in Paris. Have you ever seen it? Darren Starr's Emily in Paris on Netflix. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I know. Everybody loves that show. I know. Brilliant. 
So, yeah. I mean, I also love Melrose Place and then when there was Sex in the City and Younger, Darren Star is a fucking genius. So, yeah. I mean, girlfriends in Paris. So, I don't know. But listen, I hope Atlanta gets better. That's all I have to say. I know. Me too. Southern Charm is coming back. Love Southern Charm. You know, I got into Southern Charm during the pandemic. I was not a Southern Charm girl, but I became like one. Now. I, well, I feel like I picked the best season, right? I mean, I loved the crossover. I mean, God, it was true, but A-Rod and, um, oh my God, what's her name? Madison, uh, Croy, right? Isn't that, is it Madison? Yeah. Um, I mean, that was juicy. I mean, that, that texting, that public incident, I mean, that ruined, that ended his engagement with J-Lo. I mean, that was a huge pop culture moment. J-Lo was all over the place. I mean, that was J-Lo's fifth engagement, sixth engagement. I think she's been engaged now to Ben Affleck. I think this is the seventh engagement overall for J-Lo. That was her sixth engagement. I mean, J-Lo's kids were crushed by that breakup. They were close with A-Rod's children. I mean, that was a whole moment that was exposed. And I I do think if that moment hadn't been exposed on Southern Charm at the reunion, I mean, A-Rod and J-Lo probably would be married. Maybe not, maybe not because, but I mean, that was a big thing. So I loved getting in on the past, this past season. Thought the show was amazing. Love everybody, love everyone on the show. Love the drama, loved, um, oh my God. And who's Craig's dear friend there that the guy, the other guy that's like, oh my God, such a, I've dated a guy like that. He's kind of like a wuss in relationships. Oh my God. You know who I'm talking about. Austin? Yes. That's what you're talking um, about? I yes. was like, okay. Like Austin and Madison, like, you know, I just, he, I mean, the whole show is so good. And I loved, I mean, I really got into that show. And then, I mean, I, I can't wait. When is it, when does the new season drop? June something, like the end of June, I think. Okay, I can't wait. I, I mean, are you excited about that show coming back? I am excited. I think- the most exciting thing to me is that Paige will be on it and also Naomi, Craig's ex. And Naomi is back. You know, she moved to New York with Mahul and it didn't work out and he cheated on her. And like, I just think that whole dynamic, like Naomi to me is just recently in working with a bunch of people, we don't need to get into who, they're like, you know, rank your Southern charm people of how you want them because let's see who we can book for your show. And like Naomi's at the top for me, I already have someone coming up who I recorded, who I was like, I want this one back as well. And like, yeah, Madison LaCroix. I mean, Madison Madison is just, Madison's like messy, crazy, doesn't give a fuck, wants press, press, press. So those are the three. Listen, I'll always choose the girls over the boys. Um, Uh, I love Shep. I love everybody. I mean, John Pringle's been on my show. I liked Pringle so much. Never had John Pringle. Why don't you call up your friend John Pringle and try to get him back on the thing? Oh, I'll get Pringle back on. Pringle was awesome. And Pringle gave a time. I was like, Pringle, who's racist on the show? Who's He's like, nobody. Catherine Dennis is not racist. He was like, he stood up for her. He was like, I will ride or that he is like, no, absolutely Listen, not. She's don't even get person. me started on Catherine. Cause I'm sorry. I unpopular opinion. Maybe I fucking love Catherine. I love Catherine. Sorry. Stunning. Catherine Stunning. is like a mess and I just love her. Um, all right. So why don't you, you want to put that on your list of things to do to try yes, to get us John I, Pringle here? I, I, I'll get Pringle. I mean, I am working, honey. I am working. You're working. You got some I, other people coming up, which we don't, I know I hate to announce before they're here, but you got some other ones coming up, but Get Pringle. Now, what else is going on in the world that you would like to talk about? Like, what else the, is the hot piping tea? I mean, there's so much in New Jersey, but I feel like, ugh, why are we, you know, this is going to sound awful. I mean, I have Kim every week on my Patreon. Yeah, you I mean, come. I try, I'm trying not to, I'm just, the Jersey's over for the season, guys. Like, Kim is going to be telling us every week things that she knows in the real world. I find out things in the real world, but like, have a whole year guys until New Jersey. Like, let's just, you know, like I'm just even looking online now. It's all fucking Jersey. Oh, you know what I did want to talk about, which I forgot to tell you is I predicted this before the summer house couple that I will keep my money on is Carl and Lindsay. And I don't mean like it together. I mean like Craig and Paige, even Kyle and Amanda. I think 
Carl and Lindsay are the ones that are going to go the distance. I said this before. Wow. And they are now, they live in the same building. They're now moving in together. And apparently they're already talking about marriage. Wow. Really? This is, I'm telling you, they were friends. They were friends. They were friends. And Carl got sober and just, I feel that this is, she's not going to leave him. And he seems smitten. Like, I think they're really just like, holy shit. I found my best friend. I really do. look super happy together. I will say they look very, she was with him through his brother's death and through him getting sober as a friend, as a friend. I mean, if that doesn't build a strong bond of seeing someone at their darkest, I mean, she's acted a fool in front of him. Like, I just think they are really to the core, just they've exposed themselves. And I think I really think Love it's it. going to work. I do. Okay. I'm just reading to see like what they're very, apparently Carl just said, we're very serious and loving, very happy. We're moving in together. We've been trying to do that for a bit. We're getting a whole new place. We're excited to start out. You no, know, they're getting another place together and they're not moving into each one's place. Living together is a big step. We've been doing that to do. Lindsay said we had a good sort of baby steps to do, do, do. You'll get to see that on season seven. Yeah, they're going to start filming Summer House like soon. Like I'm out here in the Hamptons. They're going to be out here and like probably within the next oh, 60 to 70 that. days. They have a really solid fun. Do, 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 do. This is, I'm, you guys, this is the one. Regarding future children. Oh, they weren't completely on the same page. Carlos was telling me all the time that he wanted five kids. And I oh was my like- God. Then you have one, you're like, okay, I'm good with that. Lindsay's preference is two or three. Okay, Carl wants five. The Summer House cast isn't overly excited. During the season six, Paige could be right. Yes, people have been coming for Paige lately in a lot of ways. Why is that, by the way? What what did she do that like has the internet all ablaze? I'm going to be honest with you. I have not watched the Summer House reunion yet. It's it's on the list. It's on the list. So I'm going to take a pass on that one politely. Um, but we're going to circle back. We're going to circle back. Um, oh, what about this whole thing out there from Sheree Zampino? Guys, we have 10, we have 10 Beverly Hills housewives from Sheree Zampino, where she said the rumor is that she left. She's the new friend of best friends with Garcelle Bouvet that she left Lisa Rinna's house because she saw a big rat. Oh, I saw this. I saw this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Can I just say, you know, we've all seen Harry and Lisa's house, right? Which I mean, they've owned in Beverly Hills for like how many years? 25 years. I mean, the kids were raised. They've owned it a long time. They bought it back in the day when that house was probably less than a million dollars. Okay. I actually believe this is probably true. And it's a little up there on a hill. It's in the Hollywood Hills. It is in Beverly Hills. I mean, I think there's a rat there. Lisa Rinna is not at all pleased with this, with this. But do you think it's true? I actually think this one could be true. Do you think there's truth to it? I mean, <laughs> Sheree, like, where are you, Sheree Zampino? Ex-wife of Will Smith. Like, can't you come out and say something? Like, is it true or not? Like, she hasn't said anything. She's not the one that started this. Like, she hasn't really spoken on it. So, I would like to hear really what she has to say, but Rinna is like, give me a fucking break. It's not true. Oh, and do we talk? I don't think we talked last time about like, like you know, the whole world is really just not happy with Sutton. After a hero, we get year of Sutton. People are not happy that Sutton is like, well, some people are happy, but that they don't like that Sutton was like, you know, these are my standards. And I mean, a lot of people are like, go, you know, you go. I understand. Like, she's just like, my standards are like, I have, where we're Sutton said she has money. And so she's looking for like, you know, a quality person, but Erica would only date someone with money. And then Lisa Rinna has chimed in. I don't know if you saw this. Of course, this yes, is all happening yes, where she's yes, like, honey, yes. who are you kidding? All your money is from your divorce, from your husband. And Sutton's like, yeah, I was married to him like since high school. Like it's a little different. Is it different? Th- mm. Is it different? Um, 
it, it's different in the sense. I don't know Sutton's background or the the ex husbands, but I'm going to assume. I don't know. Did they have money, or were they? Just, they probably were from middle class families. So maybe they had like a little bit of money, but they probably didn't have the money that they have now. Um, I, I, it's a lot of money. Here's, here's my whole thing. Everybody on that cast of fucking Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do you think any of them are going to marry a your average Joe accountant who, who probably makes good money? None of them are. They're all no. going to marry for money. If Kyle and Mauricio yes. ended their marriage, she's dating a billionaire. She is not dating a... You know, a guy that works at an office. I'm sorry. None of them are. So, so Sutton's full of shit there. But I actually do agree with Sutton that it is a little bit different. You know, when Erica met Tom, Tom was, <coughs> you know, legit. You an know, older gentleman. I mean, he was an older guy. He was making really good money. By the way, Tom got a $330 million settlement for Aaron Brockovich, but that included like a hundred plus. Um, victims. So Tom did not get, I don't believe Tom got a hundred million dollars from that. Okay. He got a lot less. He got millions, but I don't, he did not get a hundred million, but anyway. Um, so I, I understand. I, I think Sutton's right. And Sutton's wrong. And I do think if you're with somebody from the very beginning, you guys got married when you were 22, you built this fortune together. I mean, Sutton deserves half Erica. There's not really any, there's no half. I mean, <laughs> like Erica's ending up paying, you know, I mean, there is no half to get, but um, there is no half. Is it like a slow week in, in the gossip? I don't really see much else that I is keeping me up at night. Anything else keeping you up? No, I mean, there's really we've no, had like, slow we've... weeks before. I mean, does anyone want to yeah, talk yeah. about Jersey? Like, okay, Teresa's mad and she's not really speaking to Melissa. Melissa's not speaking to her and filming. Just so you know, this is now going to come out four days uh, this is going to come out Thursday after the 23rd. New Jersey filming has started. The 23rd, this past Monday, New Jersey filming has started. So New Jersey new season is filming. Um, I'm watching and listening to everything. And I'm watch. I'm looking out for some moles because, you know, people tell me stuff and I really need to be careful because I've, I've realized for the past one or two stories some things are not reliable and I'm starting to think there's a mole. I'm starting to think someone, listen, don't try to outsmart me. I'm trying to, I'm starting to think someone is telling me certain things so that Mm. I will tell all these listeners and that it's wrong. And I think they're, they're trying, this is how sick my mind works when watching these shows. I think they're waiting to see if they could trust me with certain information because they're telling me one or two things that I'm like, it's a very reliable source. Very. And I'm like, like, I don't think that's true. I don't Now, If I put this out there and it becomes a thing, like it's kind of, it's so like, imagine if I told you something like Nini is coming back to Bravo to, to, to Atlanta and you're like, David is such a reliable source. And I'm like, listen, I had dinner with Nini, whatever. And I told this to you. And you now, the next thing I know, it's it's out there that Nini's coming back to Bravo. And I made it up. And I told no one in the world except for you. You fucking put it out. And then I can listen to your fucking podcast and see that you put it out there. And I'm like, that was a trap, bitch, because I made that up. And now it's a thing all because you didn't keep your mouth shut. Okay, okay, and I told you, and co- <laughs> Sarah's like, Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, you are, I mean, I got so many guesses as to who and this is. And I thought is, we were going to wrap you? it. It's not who you know. It's, everyone's like, oh, your friend Margaret. No, it's not. It's Nakim D. No, this is, I, I have a lot of sources in the New Jersey camp. So someone oh, told minute, me something. The, the question is, are you considering putting this out? Or you, in your gut, you're saying this is a test and I'm going to not put someone this out? Someone told me something. And I, it's a very reliable source. So imagine if like you were the executive producer of all of New Jersey and you were my best friend. It's a, it is a source that is so inner Look, circle. I'm not, I'm not saying this is the person, but I'm just saying this is like Tr- G- Teresa Giudici calling you, David, I love you. Haven't seen you in so long. By the way. Louis and I are getting married this weekend. You know, yeah, yeah. Something, something, something so that it's someone so reliable and they told me something and I'm like, it's not that it is 
not true. It's that I don't think it's true. And so if this gets out there, it's going to clearly be because of me, because if it's so false and it's not like, look, if something's true, then a lot of people are talking, right? Like if Teresa's getting married this weekend, I don't know her, her florist could have leaked it. Gia could have leaked it. You know, um, Melania could have been in an Uber and someone could have, it's like, if it's true, it doesn't matter if you told me because a thousand other people know because it's a true thing. But if you tell me a total lie, a total lie, and this lie is now out there, it's such a lie. It's only, the only people that know are your crazy head and me. It's clear that I told some people this and now I'm caught for not being trustworthy. So I think I could be wrong that a reliable source of mine told me something that is not true, waiting to see if I can be trusted. I do. I think I, so- I have a source that I've had forever that I think now is starting to say, hmm, can we trust you still? That's what I think. So how's that for a mind fuck, everyone? And here I am telling you, I don't think we have anything left to talk about. It's, I've thought this, I thought this for about oh, two weeks now. It's just something. And it's, I don't want to, we're not even going to get it. Like I got to, I got to monitor guys. I got to monitor because when I tell these lovely people something, it just doesn't mean it's going to come true. Lots of things change from day one to from hour one. But at least when I say it, it's true at the moment because it's okay, from- but when, but what, what do you think? How long is this test lasting? You know what I mean? This person gave you this juicy <sighs> nugget two weeks I ago. Don't know. Obviously, I, I have no idea who it is or what it's about, right? Your, your gut is telling you, don't put it out there. Don't speak to anybody about it. So then, so then what happens? Like, I mean, does this person, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Fun. At least they're like, okay, he kept his mouth shut. Cause it wasn't, it was, something where it was like they didn't say you can't tell anyone but it was just implied like this is confidential like we always are and it's just something that I'm like I think so I think I think that it's like a double this is very meta but I think someone on the inner circle is starting to question whether they could trust me with things Mm -hmm. okay well everybody leave in the comments who they think it is this is juicy juicy and I'm just like listen I'm not saying that sometimes you can't have me fall flat on my face because it's happened where it's like you think you're being sneaky and you're caught out but like I'm a lawyer so just like I have I maybe my years of law have made me paranoid but I don't know I get a weird feeling on something I was no go with your gut always and I'm like it's just a strange thing and I don't think it's true and if I put this out there and it gets out and becomes a thing it's there's no question where it came from because you fucking made this up and I am not going to fall prey to your fucking crap. There you go. So let's see. Right. Sorry okay. to be vague and talk about this with everyone, but let's just see. Um, by the way, what is with like Sheena had a live podcast in New York. Mercedes had a live podcast in New York. Lala just okay. did her tour. Now reasonably shady. Everyone is doing this live podcast. Talk again. Podcasts are hot and people want to be back out. That's why people want out. They want to be out. (sighs) They want to be seen. They want to be seen. So people are going back out on tour on the road. Look, more power to everyone. It has to be done right. If anyone saw any of those, I was invited to many of those. It's just, you know, it's hard to be places, you know, when you got a lot going on. But if anyone saw any of that, Lala, reasonably shady yeah. um sheena was in new york for a night mercedes who i know well was in new york i was supposed to follow up i never did i just didn't go like were any of these good All and i'm fun. there's no there's no shade i just or were any of them good i just really want to know that's all no no shade i hope they were all great and made lots of money i'm just curious um all right i don't know i think that's kind of it for this week that is david i have to love you and leave you i mean you know i I love our shows. I have to love you and leave you still waiting for when you're coming to the Hamptons. It's schedules filling up over here in residence. And um, I'm trying to do this thing where I post one thing a day, like of where I am just to, you know, give people. People are curious. They want to know more about your life. I love it. Well, guess what, honey? This it's behind the velvet. This is this is an interview show. It is not about David Yontef. <laughs> I am nobody. I am a mere 
cog in the wheel to tell you all about other things. You can follow me behind the velvet rope podcast, anywhere podcasts are found or just behind the velvet rope on Instagram. And where can we find you? At the Sarah Fraser show, TikTok, Instagram. That's the podcast. David, I love you. You're a wonderful friend. You're an amazing human being. People need to know that about you. You've helped me you tremendously in my business and everything. So I love you. Thank you. And remember, remember if all, if everyone's going to hang up and now go on to other things and just, you know what, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, ladies, if you want to enjoy yourself a little more, Dame Vibrators, look in the show notes because Dame is here to help all of you. You know that, Sarah. I know how it is, David. You got to have, and you got to have multiple vibrators. So even if you have one, buy another one from David's code. Dame. They have the Eva. It's for couples. They have the palm. What do you think that is? You just hold it in the palm of your hand. There palm you go. Palm of your hand, baby. They have others too. So, all right. Love you all. And we'll talk Love soon. Love you. Bye, Bye. David. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.